Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Thank you for listening. This is where I come to share things that God has shown me, that he really loves me, and he wants a relationship. And I wanted to share this with you because he loves you too. And he wants you to know the same things that he's taught me. I will share stories, testimonies, his miracle signs and wonders. Sometimes I will share wisdom, scripture, visions that he's given me. Maybe some music to uplift you for the day. If you're here, I pray that you are willing to take this journey with me. Everything I share comes from a place of compassion, love, and really want to encourage you. God is so faithful, and I just want you to know that he's no respecter of persons. He wants these blessings and miracles for you, too. Enjoy. Share with a friend. Let's all do this journey to victory together. Amen? All right, let's go. Are you ready for the next episode? All right, let's get into it. Hey, friends. In Jewish tradition, the holiday Feast of Trumpets has great importance, especially this season. And I really believe that, and I believe that God has been leading me to certain videos and people to learn more about Jewish tradition, Jewish holidays, what they mean, how it correlates to the Bible. And I don't want to miss the message. First and foremost, the video that I was watching, it says in Matthew twenty four thirty six, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, but my father only. And I really do believe that in my heart of hearts. If we look back with the history of things in the Bible, which I did not know some of this, it makes more sense. Um, I didn't realize, I didn't really equate Jesus dying during Passover. I knew Passover was a similar um, time. I'll say it like this. I was a little bit confused how they overlapped. And in this video, Jesus is crucified during Passover. Uh, his resurrection happened during first fruits. And that place of the Holy Spirit given uh, during Pentecost was during Shavuot. Shavuot. Sorry if I don't say that correctly. Um 50 days after Passover was when the Holy Spirit was given. So God, and I've said this before, God is a God of order. Let me say this again. God is a God of order. It may seem random when you're not paying attention, when you're not aligning yourself with what God is trying to do and teach. He is giving strategies right now. He is giving people the knowledge and the keys 
to open doors for breakthrough, for manifestation of healing and supernatural intervention. There's so much going on in the spirit realm. I am so encouraged. And in those moments when I feel like my life is chaotic or it feels like the enemy is coming at me and, and things are feeling like they're going sideways, which earlier today, I'm going to be honest, felt that way, but I had to get back into, okay, Lord, you're in control. What you want me to pick up, I want to pick up. What you want me to put down, I want to put down. What you want me to learn, how you want me to serve, who you want me to love, that's my focus. So in Leviticus 23, 23 through 25, um, and then Numbers 29, 1 through 6, in this video they use the Tree of Life version. I'll be honest, I don't usually read this version, but here we go. Then Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Benai Yisrael, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you are to have a Shabbat rest, a memorial of blowing the shofar, which is plural for the shofar, a holy convocation. You are not to do regular work, and you are to present an offering made by fire to Adonai, the Lord. In the video, they were explaining seventh month wouldn't be Rosh Hashanah. It wouldn't be New Year. So it's uh, the Feast of Trumpets, the Yom Turah. Instead, it's um, a day of remembering the call of attention to the Lord's presence and reminding us Messiah's promise return. They went on to explain about Mount Sinai and the children of Israel waiting in their, at their tents. And the trumpet shook the earth. And um, I was trying to write copious amounts of notes here um, when they were uh, mentioning Yom Kippur about mourning in the Day of Atonement and 10 days of repentance. Like that was the takeaway, repentance of taking so long to recognize that Jesus was the Messiah. And even now, as I'm saying this, I feel the Holy Spirit's presence. I do. In Zechariah 12, 10, they will look on me, the one they have pierced, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for our firstborn son. And if you go to 1 Thessalonians 4, it said 16, but I'm going to start from 13. This is the shofar call of the Messiah's return. Now we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who are asleep, so that you may not grieve like the rest who have no hope. For we believe that Yeshua died and rose again, 
so with him God will also bring those who have fallen asleep in Yeshua. For this we tell you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall in no way precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself shall come down from heaven with a commanding shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the blast of God's shofar, and the dead in Messiah shall rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left behind, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so that we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. They were sharing about Nehemiah and Ezra bringing all the children of Israel that were in Jerusalem together. He opens up the Torah scroll and begins to read the living word of God. Repentance. They start mourning, a foreshadowing of that great day. Prophesied by Zechariah, mourning begins with Rosh Hashanah. It's even called 10 days of the tshuva. And from the day of the trumpets, Yom Kippur, 10 days of juventu. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying these right. Uh, in rabbinic tradition, we've seen it in the past, um, the beginning of repentance on Yom Torah. And um, Yom Torah was always one of the most difficult days to identify because of the position of the start on the lunar calendar. And I've heard this before, and I'm so glad I came across this again because I want to do a deeper dive. Two calendars that we're dealing with here, the Gregorian calendar, which is the solar cycle, and the lunar calendar, which is... God in, in, is in the Torah. But the first day of the new moon on the lunar month, and uh, we look at these festivals where you look at these um, traditional uh, holidays. There wasn't a high holy day until a few days to observe the moon cycle. So the word could go out to Galilee. They, were, they would wait for the arrival Back in the day, um, for the chief priests and the council will determine the beginning of the month. And then from Jerusalem, they would send messengers north, south, east, and west. And in this video, they were talking about, think about Yeshua sharing the parable of being ready for the bridegroom's arrival and for the master to come from a far country. The messengers would say, get ready, Yom Torah is upon us, the day is here, announcing with trumpets. But it could have been days, it could have been in the middle of the night when that messenger would get to these people. So in the video, they were expressing all these points. And because of the way of those traditions, they believe that that's why we don't know the time or the hour of when Jesus will return because of that ambiguous, you know, when are we going to be celebrating? When will that happen according to the lunar calendar? You know, when is that determined? So I think that's just interesting, you know. Um, I will say this, I'm doing more and more homework 
And the more that I learn, I want to share. I'm seeking the Lord very closely because I don't want to give misinformation. And if you're listening and you are confused and you have questions, it was a one for Israel ministry that I watched for this particular video that I'm talking about. I watched a few. I heard uh, Prophet Chris Reed talk about Rosh Hashanah um, from Morningstar, but he visited a church in Arizona. Um, the, there's a prophet that I follow and I've mentioned before, uh, Prophet David Hunter, and we talked about Rosh Hashanah a little bit. If you are very versed with these topics, the Messianic Jews, uh, Jewish tradition, rabbinic tradition, please let me know. I would love to actually do an episode with someone who knows more than I do because I'm still learning. I just want to bring it to the attention of my listeners because I stumbled upon this. I'm more curious about this. I understand that Israel is still God's country and the Jews are still God's people. That's never changed. Jesus is Jewish. I really believe God has given me a heart after him and his people and getting the truth out. And then I want to do it in the most loving way possible. If I could be an extension of God, that's my heart. I know I'm his warrior. I'm his soldier. I'm his intercessor. I will go in. I will pray. I will stand in the gap. Whatever he's called me to do, that's me. That's what I want to do. And that's why I'm here. And that's why for this episode, I might not have it 100% right, but my heart is in that alignment. If that day comes to get ready, the day is here. I want the people that are in my camp or around me or come in my path to know and be ready. I don't want it to fall on me that I didn't do my part. The body of Christ is a body. The pinky, the wrist, the neck, the elbows, the ankles, the the toes, the calves, the knees, they're all important. We all have a different job. We all have different gifts. God has given us different areas of the field to go harvest. I get that. But this is my heart to get the truth out for people to be awakened in the spirit, for people to come to recognition and in, in, in knowledge of the things that matters to God. That's my heart. Like I said, if you have a clearer explanation, please Send me an email at prudentpeers at gmail.com. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your questions. Tell me your concerns. 
If you have resources, if you think there's a better video I should share, if the Lord leads you, please reach out in any capacity. I'm continually praying to stay obedient, to stay steadfast, to be unwavering, to be obedient, to do what the Father has called me to do as his daughter. I want to see our wicks trimmed, ready for the bridegroom, having yourself girded. Those are the parables Jesus taught, and I think those are so important. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for being on this journey with me. I pray that you return and listen to more episodes, share with your friends and loved ones that you think would benefit from this episode. If you have any prayer requests, if you have any thoughts, comments, or suggestions, please reach out to prudentpeers at gmail.com. You know how I do. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Until we meet again, deuces.